The freezing rain pelted her, but she hunched her shoulders against it. She'd had worse. One time after her science club meeting, her parents and Kyle had forgotten about her. She'd had to walk home in the snow with snow boots that had a hole in the toe. The family swore she didn't need a new pair of boots and that hers worked just fine. Kyle had been given a new car that year for his birthday. When she made it home from school without frostbite or complaining, the family decided she didn't need a ride home from science club anymore, so they left her to walk after that. The hole in her toe grew bigger and bigger until she had to drop out of science club to keep from frostbite. That had been worse, for certain. She jumped over four puddles without a problem. It was the fifth that was determined to take her down. The mud on her shoes hit the slick cement at just the right angle, and before she could stifle her scream as she overcorrected her compromised balance, she pitched forward and hit the ground hard. It was the last straw. Her lower lip trembled again, but this time two tears escaped through her eyelashes. Her hands were shaking as she pulled them out of the muddy puddle on the asphalt. She had long gouges across her palms. But it wasn't until she tried to stand that she let out a short howl as she fell again on her scrapes. Unexpected pain shot up from her ankle like lightning, informing her of further damage. Molly looked down at her knees, holding back a pathetic sob as she saw her blood and skin poking through fresh holes in her jeans. Her good jeans the ones that made her butt look like she was 16 and not 25. Feeling like a five-year-old, Molly cried a few more tears as she touched the wounds that were deeper than she would have liked. So caught up in the blood was she that she didn't hear the boots pounding toward her on the pavement. Hey, are you okay? The unfamiliar male voice called. Molly looked up, wishing she was anywhere else in that moment. Looking like a fool was one thing. Looking like a feeble idiot was quite another when it happened in front of a good-looking man. Of course, of course, the most attractive guy I've seen in forever would find me like this. Of course, it would happen tonight. Oh, man, you really bit it. Hold on. The stranger crouched down, ignoring the buckets of rain that drenched them both, and took her quaking hand in his. His hands were strong and steady, giving a quiet calm to her trembling ones. That looks like it hurts. Come on. Where were you going? I can give you a ride. That's okay. I live just there. She tried to keep her fingers steady as she pointed two houses down, but failed. Thanks, though. The one with the red brick? He watched her nod. Are you? You're not Kyle's kid sister, are you? Molly? Little Molly Luco? Molly nodded slowly, wishing she didn't look like such a loser in front of the man who only grew more handsome in the rain. He was perfect, and vaguely familiar upon second glance. His chocolate brown hair, bright green eyes, and kind smile made forming coherent thought a struggle. His expression of concern was almost too much for her to take. She'd always been a sucker for the jock build, but attraction to the opposite sex tied her tongue. Yeah was all she could manage. Well, I can walk with you that far, at least. I'm a sort of friend of your brother's. Liam, can I help you up? He displayed his manly hands to prove his innocence. Liam, Liam Di Natale. Kyle's best friend in high school was Nate Di Natale, and Liam was his older brother. Now she remembered why he looked so familiar. 
star quarterback, all state in three sports? Not that those things mattered so many years later, but it solidified just how far above her social ranking he was. Add to that having a clumsy moment in front of such a strong and coordinated man, and Molly knew this was the unappealing icing on her sunken-in cake. Thanks. I'm gross, though. She hated looking like a drowned rat in front of the man who was so clearly out of her league. She tried to hide her struggle, but the second she put the smallest amount of weight on her left ankle, she plummeted back to the ground, biting off a cry that could not be masked. Strong arms went around her and gently lifted her from the puddle. Instead of moving forward, Liam sat down on the muddy grass, not regarding his stained jeans a thing to be considered in that moment. The attention nature demanded as it pelted them relentlessly was put on hold when Molly was slipped onto the stranger's lap.